friend. My name is Matthew, and I am joined here by <laughs> Josh and Faith, Faith. Um, for the yeah. Youth Ministry 101 podcast, a podcast where you can learn tips, tricks, and hear stories to help reach youth in your life, parish, and youth group um, to share in the love and joy of Jesus and his church. Before we get started in this episode, I just want to say a big thank you to all of our supporters. We literally wouldn't even be here mm. if they weren't supporting us. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have this building if they weren't supporting us. We wouldn't have these cool microphones. We wouldn't even have the tiny microphone. Amen. What is it? <laughs> yeah. It's so tiny. It's it's yeah. gone. <laughs> it's so minuscule you have to use it. <laughs> um, yeah, but thank you so much for supporting us. Um, if you would like to become a co-missionary, a donor of NET, you can head over to netcanada.ca and support us there on our new fancy website. Fancy dance. So, yeah. Um, my first question for you guys is... A difficult one. Oh, um, <clears throat> yeah, we're diving right into it. Uh, it's not actually that hard. Um, maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it'll bring up bad memories. But what was your least favorite food as a child? Oh. Do you still hate it or do you love it now? My first, without overthinking, answer mm-hmm. is broccoli. I just mm. didn't like broccoli, but I wanted to. Mm. Like, it's I not would, very original. I would look at it and I would say to myself, like, that looks like a good vegetable mm-hmm. and then I would taste it and it would just keep tasting bad uh, and then when I got older someone seasoned it really well oh and baked it and it was really delicious and then I like broccoli now even if it's not seasoned and yeah baked. but it just took like a good mm. a good prepared broccoli praise mm. god yeah that's <laughs> kind of how I got change. into chili <laughs> really? hot sauce like, oh, hot it was sauce. just put in a right burger at the right time Mm. And now I can handle spice. Chili or hot dogs or spicy? Hot sauce. Oh, hot sauce okay. or hot dogs. Oh, I see. Sorry, yeah. Chili see. flavored things. I see. Oh, yes. I got you. I got you. Okay. Hot sauce. Cool. Well done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well done. Broccoli, how about you, Josh? As a kid, I really didn't like um, nuts. Okay. Yeah. Because like, they you know, killed like, you, right? You're allergic to nuts, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Did I tell you <laughs> You took my punchline. Oh. Matthew, you just know We'll edit me. that out. You edit that me, out. You know me too well. <laughs> Keep yeah, going, though. This is because when I would eat them, my mouth would get itchy. And oh. a few t- I actually had to go to the hospital one time. Oh, my gosh. Just, and so I didn't like them. Well, fair. Do you love them now? Either. No, <laughs> except the ones I can have. I can have peanuts, okay. and I can have almonds in moderation. Ah, everything um, in moderation. Wow. Yeah. Can you have almond milk? Well, no, I can't have some things in moderation because I'll, I'll go <laughs> to the hospital. Okay. Almond yeah. milk. Yes, almond milk. You can. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Almond milk is so good. I only had it for the first good time stuff, a year ago. Good stuff. Mm. Yeah. Actually, more of an oat milk person, but oh, um, even I also, better. But I didn't like. Um, I really hated zucchini. I was not a big fan. I uh, hated, especially cooked zucchini. It was just like so slimy and yeah. vegetal and just vegetal. Like, I did not like it. <laughs> and like honestly, my dad actually one time he was like, um, he made it in a stir fry, and I and I had eaten everything else on my plate, but this zucchini. Yeah. And he was like, "You're not leaving the table until you finish your zucchini." <sighs> he was just like, "You got to do it." And yeah. so I was like, "But I knew that it, I didn't like it already." Yeah. And so, sitting mm-hmm. at the table, everybody else finished their meal. I was just like being really stubborn, just like, yes, just like huffing and puffing. And then everybody else leaves the table, and then they're like cleaning up, and I'm still sitting there at the table, just like so stubborn. And then they start, they're gonna like wipe down the table, and my dad was like, 
all right, you have to sit on the floor for a little bit while we wipe the table. And so I was sitting on the floor with my with plastic plate, like probably eight years old, with my plastic plate of cooked zucchini pieces, oh and they're just getting God. colder and grosser by the oh minute. My. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And and to the point where like I stayed there like basically in timeout until until it was almost bedtime. <laughs> and then my dad was like, all right, well. Uh, that's gonna be your breakfast in the morning. Oh, oh he, no. he didn't put it relent. in the fridge with Saran wrap, and then the your exact same plate in the morning. Mm. And I like had to amp myself up. I was like, I remember going there and going to the to the fridge and just like taking the Saran wrap off and just being like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, so you ate it. I ate them and I gagged and I was just like, like in the morning. Yeah. Oh, before oh. you slept in the morning. Did oh, you, you heat them up before? Breakfast. No, just cold. Just get it done with. Ooh. And. Uh, yeah, then my dad never forced me to eat zucchini after that because he knew that I was being... It wasn't just because yeah. it looked gross. It yeah. was because I actually like had a... a Distaste a, for it. Aversion. Yeah. Oh. And so... But then, down the road, uh, like I, I actually don't mind it anymore. Yeah. Um, okay. Found healing. Yeah. So <laughs> it was Because what I would do is I would just like... Every time that it was served to me, I would always try it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would never say just like, oh, I hate this stuff. You mm-hmm. know, I would always try it. And then if I still like gagged, yeah. then I wouldn't finish it. But yeah. there was one time when I tried it and I was like, oh, huh. And so I kept eating. And uh, now I can eat cooked zucchini. Mm. It's still not my favorite. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Openness. Like a ma- 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 how do you say maturation? A maturation? A maturation of the What's taste that? buds. <laughs> yeah. My taste buds grew up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, well, but I still have foods that I don't won't eat really? raisins Today? being one oh. of them. We talk about raisins. The raisin Raisin hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> that is not hallelujah worthy. Get those raisins out of here. <laughs> I don't like eggplant. That's fair. Not I don't down. know if I've ever had it. Yeah, not really? down for it. But, hmm. yeah. That's what were you just saying? Zuc- what? Squash, zucchini. What was it? You were saying zucchini, right? Yeah, I'm done though. Okay, but I was just going <laughs> to say I don't like it either. Oh, like it. have you had zoodles? What the zucchini heck? noodles? Yeah, instead I have, of spaghetti, it's you not just as turn good. it into spaghetti. It's not even Ooh. close to as good. Okay. Yeah, I'm like you're right. It's a whole. It's not even worthy of being called spaghetti. <laughs> Get it out of my face. But it's the best kind of worst. Oh, no. <laughs> that is better than worst. That's. Did you guys like uh, olives growing up? Lots of kids didn't like olives. Oh yeah, no, I don't think not I did. Not that much. You weren't passionate. But definitely, like by the time I was in. Like great, like high schoolers. I already like them again. Yeah, yeah. I like olives now. <clears throat> now I do. Yeah, I hated them growing up. They were the worst. Mm. I, yeah, if I, I smelt them, you know when you walk in the grocery they store, they have a strong scent. And you walked by the grocery or the olive oh, section, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Ooh, <laughs> it's pungent. I would like almost throw up. It was so disgusting. Whoa, oh my gosh. And then one Christmas party, when I was maybe like sixteen or seventeen. I saw one. I was like, oh, those look like eyeballs and like so gross. <laughs> I was just like having this little like mental thing, and I was like. I never actually tried one. Oh, and I was like, okay, I can't. You're be hot of stone, and then I took. Flesh. Doo, it was like, okay, ba, 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 ba. and and all of a sudden, like, <laughs> delicious. It was like it changed my life, and then I ate, you know, one more, one more, one more. Kept eating them, and then I ate all of them, and <laughs> all, of and all of them, all of them, <laughs> and I love them, all of them, I love wow. them. That's what I tell I everyone. Them. I love them. I love them. <laughs> And then I walked in the grocery store and I smelt those olives and I was not disgusted anymore. You were like, wow. Mm. Olive. Olives. Olives. Yeah, maybe we should just talk about this. That was your conversion story. 
<laughs> Love that yeah. conversion story. It was my conversion to Olive. Wow. Yeah. Um, so thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, this we were talking about food. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the food and culture show. Okay, so um, I have to talk about McDonald's. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, thank you, thank you. So this doesn't relate at all to what we've been talking oh, about. Okay. But we're gonna talk about worship <laughs> and worship in youth ministry. Um, well, here's here's a question then. Mm-hmm. Like. Did you ever like when you were a young person? Mm-hmm. What was your what was your relationship with music like? Like, was there some music that like Ooh. like mm. how did you feel Segway. about even music at mass? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was talking to my brother about this yesterday. We were Paul? on the phone. Paul from Aww. NetUSA. Shout out. Whoop, whoop. Go on to the Y Disciples site, and Net he's on the front USA. page. Beautiful. Um, <clears throat> beautiful. Um, and uh, we were talking about like remember when you were like twelve and there was songs being played and it was so awkward. And there was like, and you like, I don't want to sing because singing's weird. <laughs> and like, none of my friends sang. We just kind of sat. But when there was like clapping, I was like, oh, thank God, something to do. And you'd like clap. Yes. And when there was signs and, you know, uh, actions, oh. that's it was like, as cheesy as actions are, if Nolan Conrad is listening to this, I know how much you hate actions. Um, he was a youth minister in Calgary. He <clears throat> hates actions. But if there were actions in the song, it was like, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, I don't yeah. have to sing. Yeah. You can yeah. do the actions. Yes, Lord. You can yeah. yes, Lord. participate yes, in a different yes, way. Lord. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like something. It's like it's like, like I mentioned in the last episode, altar serving mass. It was like something to do. Right. So maybe it's just because I'm a human doer. Mm. Learn how to be a human being. Oh. Mm. So, yeah, the actions were like something to do, mm-hmm. and then in mass, mm-hmm. yeah, clapping would occasionally happen on the last song and i didn't mm-hmm. learn that was cheesy oh, yeah, until i got older <laughs> that clappage <clears throat> that's so interesting because like i i think that my relationship with music like especially in the context of like mass and like church and stuff like that was actually kind of different because hmm. like for for the most part i actually didn't like mass hmm. um it was just boring mm-hmm. but i actually liked singing Okay. Because I just like yeah. I just like to sing. Like yeah. I grew up with it. Like um, it's a big part of like my, my family culture mm-hmm. is singing, yeah. and uh, and so I always found like singing and like looking through the book and like finding the words and stuff and just uh, actually singing the songs mm. um, was actually something fun for me. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it. Mm. Cool. Mm. That's why you came alive. Yeah, That's I'm trying some... to remember. I don't. I don't think I had any opinion. I did um, start to sing for mass, not solo, but like my youth group would, uh, yeah, commit and we'd be like a choir more than mm-hmm. a band. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just going to adjust your mic. Yes. And that I was engaged in that because mm. you're, I think it's the whole concept of being part of it and yeah. you have to actually be attentive and mm. sing the words. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Cool. And... You guys are both like really good singers, so it's no surprise that you like singing. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Give me to the Lord. I'm going to sing that at the end of this episode. (laughs) We're all going to do a reprise or a reprise order. Let's do it. Three, two, one, harmony. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Um, Harmonize that. Throw me off with the gobble, gobble. What about. When you're like, you know, an awkward teenager mm. singing in youth ministry, where does it fit in there? You know, youth oh. ministry for like grade seven to 12, <laughs> the awkwardness can carry on long after <laughs> puberty. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, how does it fit in? Wait, what's the question? How does... Uh... Uh, 
what is like the importance of music in youth ministry? Okay. So I changed the question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like make it up, then I'm like, I don't remember what I said. Because you, you you were asking about like when you're like a when you're a teenager and maybe it's just like perceived as not cool yeah. to sing. Yeah. yeah. Like how does that like how does that play into th- what? Yeah. Where are you going with that? That's a great question. <laughs> um, like because you were was that you? Because I, I like yeah. I experienced it pretty differently. Yeah, like I, no, that was I like to sing my experience, and I think I, I say that because like it was almost the case for like a lot of other people in the youth group, and True. I think on like net retreats, like you sing a song, people aren't really gonna sing along unless mm. you somehow make it engaging, or right. you teach the lyrics beforehand, yeah. or yeah. So like I guess I'm just like asking like what are yeah. some practicals for like integrating praise and worship and integrating worship and music into youth yes. ministry? Okay. <clears throat> I think it has to it has to be executed right, mm. like well. Mm. I I cringe when it's not executed well and it's not attractive yeah. or it, mm-hmm. yeah. If the person at the front who's trying to lead them into praise and worship through music and they're not into it and they mm. feel awkward and they're not engaging, unfortunately, like I cringe and mm. I don't feel like I want to enter in. Mm. So I think there is like a I don't know. There's an art to making it fruitful or making it good. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense? That's just my very quick thought about this. Yeah, sense. no, For I think I yeah. think you're like tapping into something here that's like really important, I think, um, with wor- like worship in general, mm-hmm. but in a specific way with youth ministry, it's like um, it's important that the music is, is good. Mm-hmm. Like it's at, that it's beautiful rather. Yes. Right. And it's like thinking about like the transcendentals of tr- like what is true, good and beautiful and how those, those things, when something is beautiful, it's called transcendental because it like, it, uh, it more naturally will elevate, uh, your mind to God. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think, I think having good music is important and like yeah. a like that whole cringe thing or even just like the older music and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, for young people like they hear like even just like certain like chord progressions or strumming patterns or something like that can can make them think oh this is old yeah. person music yeah. mm-hmm. you know and then all of a sudden they're sucked right out like yep. they're just like yeah I'm, Yep. I don't know. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that makes sense. I, uh, you mentioned earlier, you were raised in like a culture of music. Mm. My my dad played. I think we had like music every night uh, growing up. Oh man, I got a burp. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it'll just randomly come out. Okay, so, um, yeah, my dad played music every night. He he wrote music. He played music on. He was also on Net USA. Mm. Um, so like. We had that music all the time, but like being just like, I was like, I don't really want to get involved in this. And like, you know, just being angsty and Mm. young teenager. Like when I remember when it changed, like going to youth group and I think it was Ryan Mitchell was leading music and he's, he's very, very Mm -hmm. gifted in this. And he was like teaching the lyrics to us beforehand. So it was like kind of normalizing it, not yeah. just like getting up and singing a song and you're like yeah. praising the Lord and not even to mention like charismatic worship, like in not yep. even getting involved in that yet. But um, when he just like taught us the lyrics and it became like, okay, like this is kind of like a call and response song. Yeah. It was kind of like a game almost. Yeah. And it made it fun. It was like the icebreaker song. And then we got to like the actual worship songs where it's more about like, you know, Jesus and his heart and his love for us. 
and that's when it was able like mm -hmm. you just had to break the ice first you couldn't necessarily dive right into it yeah. you had to establish that trust first right. yeah right yeah it's mm -hmm. like uh there's there's like a lot of like a lot of like people who sing music pretty well and like especially like live concerts and you, like one person that comes to mind or a, a, something that i just thought of um is is queen actually so mm -hmm. older rock band they're not worship artists but like mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. freddie mercury in particular had this talent for engaging an audience mm -hmm. um he was just so good at capturing people and one of the things that he would do is this like call and response thing mm -hmm. where he would like sing this line and just be like oh and then everyone would sing it in response Ayo! and then mm -hmm. he would just be like <laughs> and then they would copy him and like all of a sudden he just has like every single person in that audience at his fingertips yeah. just like mm -hmm. everyone's just like say something else so that we can repeat it yeah. <laughs> and um i've seen that happen in like um in worship in, in worship settings or just like mm -hmm. even um in youth ministry like sometimes you have a more upbeat song that you play mm -hmm. don't discredit the power of of the o mm -hmm. you know like um songs that have an uh, like a call and response part or a part that has mm. no lyrics it's just like oh 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 and it's like all of a sudden these kids are like oh it sounds like a soccer chant yeah. and you just be like all right sing that back now just the girls do that and now the guys and everybody go really high <laughs> everybody go really low and like like something about you just it just loosens people up Mm -hmm. you know and all of a sudden yeah. you see like oh wait my friend did that they're having fun yeah like mm -hmm. maybe i should try it too and it's cool like on a net retreat how using that sort of music because mm -hmm. it's something that is is beautiful and really cuts the heart mm -hmm. um like at this the first song that you sing on retreat sometimes you just like feel like oh man yeah so like, awkward they didn't sing Cringe. a single word like they were like yeah. all just staring at me you know and then, <laughs> and then by the end of the retreat you've got them like jumping around and dancing and it's like what happened and it's mm -hmm. like that's just like you're it loosens people up mm -hmm. you know yeah mm -hmm. so true yeah we we uh talked about music last season with james Pereira and okay. cameron turner mm -hmm. And one of the stories James talked about was like at a net retreat, they went and like no one was singing along. It was just like super dry. It was like a tough crowd. And by the end of it, like <clears throat> I think they were singing. What's the song with Ooh La La? Ooh La La. Let go. Let go. Let go. That's a good one. And like th they were singing that and that was kind of like their theme song okay. for the retreat. Yeah. But like even like during uh, after lunch, they had like him and Alex just like got their instruments acoustically and like played and everyone just like gathered around they had like a little mosh pit like right after lunch and just like all these little little things that they did to like make the mm -hmm. song more of just like an anthem and then something that yeah. people could like gather around yeah. um so i love hearing that story and like seeing the videos from that retreat i'm like that's yeah it's just so cool yeah mm -hmm. but yeah it is it's hard it's it's a process like mm -hmm. and it's risk-taking mm -hmm. yeah. and there's always going to be the tough crowd like tough crowd person who's right. like heart of stone like mm -hmm. i'm not into this yeah yeah father uh bishop rather bishop baron uh, is like big on like beauty in general mm -hmm. and so like you see that in like their, their stuff like the yeah. the word on fire like they have like this these beautiful bibles recently released like a beautiful breviary not a sponsor mm -hmm. um, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like they uh 
yeah, one of the things that Bishop Barron has said is like beauty is the air is the arrowhead of evangelization. Mm. Right. Mm. And it's like because that's something that can really pierce to the heart, like um, no matter what, like because like young people, like you see, it's like they've they've got like the the AirPods in and stuff yeah. like that. They're just constantly consuming like and music, like TikTok. That's a huge thing as well. Is like music is they're constantly consuming it, and so uh, when we use something like that, it's kind of something that can really break the ice. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and and it's like good when you have music that actually like sounds like something that's relevant as well which Mm -hmm. is which is there's a line to play there because like you don't want to sacrifice like relevance for reverence in a way like Mm -hmm. you always want the music to be something that is like um is beautiful and like is like actually but Mm -hmm. there are ways to do it like i I remember um yeah uh, kind of embarrassing but like (laughs) i would rap on retreats Okay. Oh, he had a good rap song. There's okay. like a, yeah, he has a good rap song. You should ask <laughs> him. There's too. like a word. There's a song called "Running" by Hillsong. Yes, that's yeah. the one that I sing. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah. We would do that a lot yeah. on retreats, yeah. and I actually wrote a verse for okay. it. And yes. like, it's just something that the, the young people they just didn't expect. Yeah, they didn't expect somebody yeah. to rap and yeah. talk about Jesus in the rap. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like just something that. When I started rapping, like the the kids would just be like, <gasps> yeah, just like what is happening, and no. then all of a sudden, like the guys, like yeah. just like, yeah, <laughs> they're just like, I don't know, it's it just uh, it really like loosens people up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard though because I'm challenged by this <laughs> because it works for you. I know why it works for you, but mm. there are people who want to use the same strategy, but it doesn't work for them. Mm. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't cringe at the thought of you rapping, but I think of someone who's not a good rapper <laughs> who's trying to take the same advice and just like mm. everyone leaving that retreat. Yeah. So that's where I'm torn with like. Yeah, you, you got to know where your room, gifts are. Read yourself. Yeah. Read the environment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got to know where your gifts are. And that's a big thing with leading music mm. in general is like yeah. if you have a team, say, of, you know, youth leaders and you have some of them on music and say the music isn't super strong, um, it's not it's not a bad thing to look for people who are going to be stronger in music. And if you yeah. if you just yeah. don't have like anybody that can play music, there's other ways around it, I guess, like. I yeah. don't know what else you could do, but yeah. play a video, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like audio, like there's like videos that just have like the words on the screen and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Lyric videos, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is I'm... good when you have somebody that has a giftedness, though. Like yes. that yeah. is that is definitely helpful. Yeah, there's something things. about yeah, true, totally. true. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like that, it's uh, it's good to have something about it being live as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, yeah. there is yeah. something that's like sacramental in the sense that it's like it's like they're they're actually performing this music i'm also very drawn i'm personally drawn to passionate like when they're when they're passionate about Mm. when they're up there Mm -hmm. i like yes you can be distracted by distracted you could be distracted by um you know a voice that's not great but Mm -hmm. i i find myself distracted if they're not praying Mm. or like if they're not doing it with good intention not authentic yeah so giftedness aside you could really draw people to worship and to prayer by just loving what you're doing Mm. i think so yeah 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 oh man when you when you encounter somebody who's like in prayer leading worship and like 
this song is coming from their heart. Yeah. Like this is moving more into like worship music, not as fast, not as upbeat, but like right. more just like talking to the heart of God, singing to the heart of God. Right. Um, it's, oh, it's so powerful. <clears throat> yeah, you're t kind of tapping into like, there's like these different ways of using music, mm -hmm. even on, so on a net retreat itself, um, you have more of these upbeat songs like Let Go or like mm -hmm. Running or whatever, just like these songs that are a little bit more upbeat. They might be a little bit more um, contemporary sounding even, mm -hmm. like songs mm -hmm. that have like synth in them or like, mm -hmm. um, I remember there was a team that had a ukulele player oh. and they she would play like wow. sort of the banjo parts of like yeah. when there was like the early 2000s folk yeah, yeah. Uh, like Mumford and Sons worship music Lay Me Down Ren Collective Lay Me early Down early 2000s you mean like 2010s right yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. sorry about that <laughs> um, but then so that's like normal it's kind of like music as icebreaker mm -hmm. um, but then there's music to take things deeper right yeah. it's like you have your normal music that's like the, the sort of anthem song but mm -hmm. then there's the prayer time mm -hmm. that you might be wanting to like um, have the young people like have an encounter with Jesus or um, really to be more reflective. Mm -hmm. And for those ones, you might play something a little bit softer. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And like, I remembered, I remembered on our net retreats, um, it's like normally we would have a, more of a big band set up for the, um, for the icebreaker music. Mm -hmm. But then when it came time to just like get people to reflect or yeah. invite people to reflect rather, mm -hmm. um, you just go, go a little bit more cut back yep. and mm -hmm. uh, play a little bit softer and sing songs that are more reflective. Um, mm -hmm. And those are sometimes, like those are some of the most powerful moments on retreat sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The song, um, Holy Spirit, who wrote that song? Which one? Brian. Is it the Torwaltz? Yeah, yeah, Torwaltz. Yeah. Um, that song, when that played at like the Steubenville that I went to, I remember all the other songs were super hype, like the newer Hillsong songs, Hillsong Young and Free songs at the time. We had like mosh pits at the front. <laughs> like the start of the, the conference was like, it was good and exciting. <clears throat> By the end of it, like there was a mosh pit in the front, and, like mm -hmm. there was a, ra a rapper, and it was like, it was so hype. But, but when they played this song, it was also more cut back. And I just remember, like, it that that was the song that was playing during the moment of like God really encountering me and being like, "Will you follow me?" That was the, that was the moment mm. of conversion was during that song. So I have a very like, yeah. I have a a relationship with that song because yeah. of that. And <clears throat> that's like the goal with the music is not to be like the front and center. Like I want to showcase my skills here. Yeah. It's yep. to lead others into worship yes. right. to lead others to the lord so that they can encounter him and like hopefully have their lives mm -hmm. you know yeah changed by that yeah i want to kind of put um i'm gonna put faith on the spot um, <laughs> last last year oh, for training oh. <laughs> um last year for training so i uh had a few times where i was uh a few sessions that i was leading worship for while we were training our net missionaries um and there was one night where i actually asked faith to uh sing with me um and yeah there, and so i just yeah can you tell us about like what yeah. happened through that yeah so quick history i I have a voice, like I can sing, but I get very nervous when I'm on stage. And 
yeah, just the whole performing, I'm just like, ugh. Because then now people, yeah, the attention is on me. And I don't know, I just have an insecurity with that. Um, but, like, in in my past, I have been... I have been told like when when you praise or like I I looked at you in in praise and worship and I was just drawn to praise more or like mm. you just looked so in your own zone like I wanted that and I I just received a lot of like affirmation and I wanted to use my gift for that but I couldn't get past the attention that I would get for it mm. and then Josh I shared this with Josh um and then he he challenged me in a really beautiful way to yeah, to use my giftedness in that way. And when I'm there, I've I've been in a band a couple of times, a handful of times, and I get so nervous and so anxious that I have no choice but to beg the Lord to work. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like blank blanked out and then I'm like, Holy Spirit, come. Like you must come. <laughs> and so I believe that that's when it kind of like it's mm. no longer me and it's the Holy Spirit. And there was a really beautiful moment that night when Josh asked me to sing where we sang How Great Thou Art and I was nervous. <laughs> I was like, My voice is shaking. And then um there was a net missionary who then shared uh that like that song she associated with a funeral she associated with sadness and never liked listening to that song because it reminded her of a bad memory but mm. that night she shared that she felt joy for the first time while she was singing it and yeah with no with no idea like that I was also discerning this charism that could have potentially be something um, from the Holy Spirit itself and yeah she shared that story and I was just like praise the Lord like yeah, there was joy coming out of that. Mm -hmm. And um, that came from surrender. Like that came from just like, yeah, not I, not I, but God. And mm -hmm. that's that's what I'm drawn to as well. When I when I see people surrendering and just like giving giving their praises, good voice, bad voice, whatever, I'm drawn to pray with them and to pray around them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so like oh, what I... Beautiful. What I hear there is just like a, an instance of the Lord using music mm -hmm. or worship um, to actually like bring about healing mm -hmm. in somebody's life mm -hmm. without yeah. without faith even knowing, right? It's like yeah. this person associated this song itself like with a bad memory, and now mm -hmm. now that that perspective has changed, where she's experienced joy through through this song, that mm -hmm. bad memory isn't doesn't necessarily have to be a bad memory anymore yeah you know yeah totally so that's awesome yeah, yeah. that's healing one-on-one -on -one. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we do it <laughs> that's why we do what we do <laughs> um yeah like worship creating a moment for people to encounter is a big thing um and oftentimes like we we would proclaim kerygma like christ's love for people this is an invitation it's not just like kind of abstract be like jesus loves you mm. will you accept his love it's like he is a person he's alive he's risen the holy spirit is real this is like what he can do do you want that and mm -hmm. that is going to change your life like mm -hmm. there are concrete things in your life that are going to be shifted after you say yes to jesus mm. like the proclamation of the kerygma and then the worship creating the space for them and god to have that conversation mm -hmm. is like such a big thing and I think one thing that 
I need to get better at, especially is just like inviting people then like following up after and being like, what is, what was your experience? You led Jesus to like the door of your heart, but did you open it for him? Is that something that you want to do? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, but Mm -hmm. it's just so cool how worship music, like we, we praise every day here as, as net staff in the morning, you know, for half an hour, we play praise and worship music and we praise the Lord together as a community. Mm -hmm. And it's like, when people leave net, this is the thing that they miss the most, like nine times out of 10, I'd Mm -hmm. say is Mm -hmm. praising together as a community. And, and I think that oftentimes when a, when you have a group that is just has a special charism for it, it's because it's flowing out of that relationship Mm -hmm. that they already have together as a team praising the Lord together. And you need obviously set aside time for personal prayer and that personal relationship. But it, it's the beauty of our, our church and our faith, the Catholic faith is that it's like, it is as a community, we are looking upwards, looking, looking to more, um, and like worship helps orient our eyes Mm -hmm. in that direction. Mm. So I was getting a little existential. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny because it's like, I don't think this should discredit the role that silence has to play Mm. in a relationship with God. Obviously like silence is like very, very important. Mm -hmm. Like in the silence of the heart, God speaks. Right. Um, but sometimes that, that music can kind of set that scene or set the, make, create the atmosphere Mm -hmm. so that then the silence is like, there's something that they're, something Mm -hmm. that you're chewing on even. Like I remember, and I think a lot of people, like you said, mentioned Holy spirit. A lot of people could name, like a song that was playing or is tied to yeah. um, mm-hmm. their conversion or maybe their, an encounter with Jesus that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was like how he loves. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember that putting to words something that I felt like I couldn't say on my own. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't just say like, God loves me. Because I didn't really believe that. But then we were like at this conference just like singing this song. And all of a sudden I realized like I'm singing like he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. And I started, I was like, I was like, actually, I believe this, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's, that's so important. It's like sometimes that like puts us, puts it to words. And so that then when there was time for silence afterwards, I was just basking in the truth that that song, that music um, helped uncover yeah. mm-hmm. that he loved me mm-hmm. and just like yeah. basking in that um, in that realization. Yeah, I think music can honestly articulate your soul. That was yeah. very deep. That was, <laughs> that was a lot. But yeah, no. I have felt like exactly what you were saying. I don't know how I feel. And then you see a song lyric or mm-hmm. someone sings really beautiful and you're like, that's how I feel. You know, yeah. Yeah. I feel my heart pounding and I'm like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's in all things like outside of worship, young people, mm-hmm. they express their soul and their emotions through the music that they play. That they music is bigger to. than ever. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think along those lines, like there's, there's, it says something about, about humans in general. It's yeah. like, there's almost like this inner knowledge that we have that in heaven, like that's going to be the main thing that we do is praise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's the main activity. Like if you look throughout like scripture and stuff like that, like it talks about like how um, the angels are constantly singing the praises of God. Holy, holy, holy. You yeah. know, and it's like mm-hmm. and that's the song that we're being invited to mm-hmm. um, to to 
participate in that heavenly worship, mm-hmm. God willing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we start singing those praises here on earth, it's almost like conditioning us yeah. Yeah. to actually be able to, uh, like we're practicing, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. or we're even like another image is like we're actually singing along. Yeah, mm. um, yeah, harmonizing with yeah. the song that's yeah. being sung in heaven right now. Yeah, um, mm. yeah. and like people are like inviting people to that is a it mm. can really really awaken something. Yeah, awaken. Cool. Yeah, the holy 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 during mass is like a very concrete example of that in mm. Scott Hahn's book, the Supper of the Lamb, Lamb Supper. Yeah, Lamb Supper. Okay, uh, <laughs> check that. Um, uh, there's a beautiful part where he's talking about in the book of Revelation, the angels, you know, proclaiming the praise of the Lord and how when heaven meets earth in that moment of the mass during the holy, 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 like mm. it's just such a concrete, we are literally joining in with the angels as they're praising the Lord. Heaven is meeting earth in that moment. And so like when you hear a holy, holy, holy song <laughs> sung beautifully, yeah. it's like, whoa, this is heaven. This is this is it. Yes. Like, just like we get a glimpse of that, and then we get to receive Jesus. And it's like oh. good stuff. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm getting so excited. <sighs> we should praise and worship <laughs> right now <laughs> for lunch. <clears throat> this has become the heart of worship talk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talk, down. <laughs> talk that we give it net training, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Music is fun. Mm. Music is music yeah. is good. Silence is necessary as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you to everyone who supports us. If you'd like to follow us, you can go to our social medias and follow us at Net Canada. Our website is www.netcanada.ca because we're Canadian. CA. And we have CA. Um, yeah. Thank you. I was about to call you Faith and about you, Josh. <laughs> thank you, Josh. And you Faith. You're welcome. For this coming so on the fun. podcast. My pleasure. Yeah. yeah. It was a great conversation. Yeah. And we could have we, gone for two more hours. Oh, pff, easily. What was your song? We were talking about our songs before. Did you have you, like a song that... The song that spoke to your heart? Oh, not necessarily a conversion song, but this year I've been, I've been constantly taking joy of the Lord to prayer. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Mm. Maverick City. Oh. That's... And the first lyric is like, I'm... Pu- what, is, what is it? I'm pulling joy from heaven, from heaven's reserve. Like it, oh. read those lyrics. Yeah. It's powerful, oh and it's all gosh. about just like Jinx. claiming the joy that like you're entitled to, not entitled to, claiming the joy that belongs to you because mm-hmm. the Lord wants to give you the joy. Mm-hmm. You've got a room up there. He's and already got the joy loaded yeah, in there for and you. It, like, <laughs> but I ironically take it to prayer when there's no joy in me mm. because it's just that. That's awesome. I want to articulate that I have the joy, but I don't feel it, but it's mine. Mm. Yeah, anyway, that's my favorite song this year. Oh, Maverick listen City in general. If you haven't heard Maverick City, you need to listen right. to it. There's, so there's the playlist, How He Loves, that's Holy true. Spirit, Spirit. Yeah. Joy, of the, joy Lord. of the Lord. Chuck and Shall Not Want there, Maverick City shall as well. Want. Yeah. And Highlands, Shan't those not lyrics. Want. <laughs> Highlands, how <laughs> profound are those lyrics? Yeah. Oh, how high would I climb mountains if the mountains were where you hide? Oh my gosh. It's so beautiful. Oh man. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the podcast. We will see you all next time. Bye.